On today's episode of Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling, we've got SummerSlam beer ratings. Man, what a great show. What a great main event. Wrestling at its finest. Definitely not a stale type of match. Um, weekly wrestling recap. Uh, you know, fallout from SummerSlam on Raw. SmackDown happened before SummerSlam, so we'll probably go right through that. And uh, we've actually got more all-in matches. Um I'm actually kind of upset about that, and I'll talk about why that is. I kind of spoke on it last week. Uh, news for the week. we got some injuries, some commentary team shakeups. Chad's back. Chad's going to get to speak his piece on the VCW show from last week and uh, also give his piece on the uh, Cody Rhodes documentary because he also watched it. I think that's it. Oh, Chad. Also, we've got Chad's uh, three best things from NXT, the new the new way that we talk about NXT. So, as always, you can follow us on social media at DDT Russell Pod. You guys ready to go? Yep. Yeah. Oh, let's go. into episode 116 of the drunk dudes talking wrestling i am dylan i'm joined by joe and chad chad is back this week chad i'm gonna let you hey. i'm gonna give you the floor and i don't it doesn't sound like you listened to last week's show yet uh so you didn't hear about how what joe said about you from the vcw show and we're not going to tell you what he said either but um your reactions to what joe said about you last week all right, so you have to tell me what he said if I tell you about what I experienced at VCW. Just tell us what you experienced. Uh, so I was having a good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really enjoyed the the local wrestling. Uh, some some small tidbits from the earlier part of the show. They uh, did a battle royale with a guy named Dick, um, and uh, he told us to oh, come that was, see his. Uh, that was it. His, his tri- name was Dick. Oh yeah, his I name forgot was about Dick that. Something. Dick something like Dick last name something, but <laughs> it's not the point. We we chanted every time he walked by us. Me and Joe started chanting how we love Dick, um, or we want Dick, or let's go Dick, um, or <laughs> let's go Dick. Yeah, because he was the classic like Miz heel sitting outside the ring, like on the floor, not getting in the ring. Um, and uh, at one point we chanted that we loved Dick, and he told us that he hosts uh, trivia in Baltimore, Maryland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we were gonna go to fucking baltimore mailer and to go to yeah. this fucking trivia he's like god even i, I won't I, do that he said i host trivia if you guys want to come and i was like yeah dude just where, where, where do you host I'll, I'll be there and he said baltimore maryland some crab shack or whatever and i was like oh never mind get back in the ring <laughs> <laughs> like you guys are at a local wrestling like what what is it what makes him think that you guys traveled really far for this vcw show i don't know <laughs> oh that was a good moment. Um, 
Steph Delander was a bunch of good moments. I did pay an exorbitant amount of money to take some photos with Matt Cardona before the show started. Um, that we posted to our uh, X page. I hate the sound of that. I wish it was just Twitter still. Um, but at the it. end, all be all, the main event came around. Um, mm. And the Matt Cardona faced this guy named Brandon Scott. Now, let me just be upfront that Brandon Scott was actually not bad in the <laughs> ring at all. Okay. <laughs> Brandon Scott was not terrible. Um, but I thought it'd be pretty funny because when he was like fighting outside the crowd right in front of us, we had front row tickets um, to every time he came close and the crowd would get real quiet. I'd be like, not very good every time. <laughs> so when I did that, he started taking notice of me. At one point, he started screaming at me in the front row. So I just decided to do everything he told me not to do. Um, at one point, I said, not very good. He said, my mom was not very good. Um, so I said, at that point, it's fucking on. I am fucking with this guy for the rest of the show. <laughs> did uh, did, so Joe say any, did Joe say anything when he said your mom's not very good? Uh, I think Joe agreed. Uh, mm. Joe's been yep. there, done that. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Okay. Just like the whole world's been with his mom. He's I'm just been trying to mom. track the two. Like, I'm just piecing the two stories together. And it's honestly pretty accurate so far. Uh, basically, uh, at one point, he got up and he was getting really close to my face and screaming about how he's in the ring or he's in the match and I'm outside. So I should sit the fuck down. So I just decided to stand up <laughs> and uh, I watched the next like three minutes of the match, just standing up, telling him uh, I did tell him he was really short. Like, I'm not an overly tall person, but I mean, I look down on him. So uh, at one point he's like screaming and I'm like, man, you are just really short. And I said it very calm like that. Uh, and I'll be all it was a really fun, fun match. Uh, some kid hit him, which was crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like yeah. Matt Cardona, like did the normal like uh, drop on the the on the turn, like on the outside. You know how like they have like the gate to put the the, the crowd it was yeah, just the like metal dropped him on the bar- the on barricade. top of the barricade on the barrier he dropped him on the barrier or the crotch and he's like grabbing his wiener and he's like ah oh, my tiny wiener hurts and some kid just ran up and smacked this dude in the chest and i was like that kid needs to be told that he is not is not okay like a chop like, man these no like a like a like a forearm shot to his chest oh my god did, did so did cardona laugh at any of this or was Cardona walked away like, oh, my God, that is not OK. Uh, the dad and then like other fans were like, yeah, kid. And I was like, someone needs to tell them that is not allowed. <laughs> like, that is absolutely not OK. Yeah. But end all be all. We had a great time. Uh, I don't think I'm going to be able to go to the next one, but I'm definitely going to go back at some point. But I thought you're not going to go to the September 2nd one. I thought you bought tickets to the next one. I did. I don't think I'm going to be able to make it. I took leave for that weekend for for football and i don't but, think i'm gonna be able to but, make it to the but gangrel versus brandon scott dude brandon yeah, scott's gonna be there for again. brandon scott and that i would cheer for brandon scott in that match that, that's what you should do is you should go to every single one and each time you just flip-flop cheering him and booing <laughs> at the end all be all it was so aggressive and you i was get a brandon scott so shirt also and he was yelling at me so much that honestly, at the end, I was like, I hope that he knows I was just fucking with that guy because he seemed upset. <laughs> he was real mad. Do you think Especially at the when next... I called him short. <laughs> Do you think at the next show, if you sat in the same spot, he would recognize you? Maybe. We uh, sat right behind the commentary table. 
Yeah, like directly behind the commentators. It was, they were great seats, I got to tell you, and they were not expensive. They were like 30 bucks. And so we sat does, this air, does this we, air on your local TV station? <laughs> no. no. Apparently it used to. What, but then, then why COVID is there a happened? commentary team? I think it probably, uh, they they probably were recording. posted on some website or something. I don't know. They I saw using, I, uh, they were using Audacity. Yeah. I recognized it. Interesting. Well, I don't know why they were doing commentary because uh, you can't. I mean, before like their YouTube page or something. Yeah, I don't know, but that's 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 real. I'm I might try to look that up, look that exact show up so I could see you guys. Because I'm sure you guys will probably oh, yeah, be. Here. Definitely... Is there? Well, I mean, I assume there's cameras then. Maybe. Uh, I mean, I don't remember a lot of cameras. I remember a lot of pictures, like people with like picture cameras. I remember Matt Cardona stole the water bottle from the girl next to us. She kept talking to Joe the whole time. Uh, I think she really thought it was all real. Um, <laughs> it was. Wait, it's not. She was. She was very invested. She was funny. I mean, we saw at SummerSlam uh, how MMA is super fake. So I, wrestling is real. Oh right? Jesus! <laughs> yeah, I got I got opinions on that. But, we'll get to that. Yeah, and I'll be all. We had a we had a great time. Uh, I really did. Maybe it's because I pounded half a pack of uh, Mountain Dew. Uh, you drank three Mountain Dews in the parking lot. <laughs> you drank three Mountain Dews. Just, <laughs> but just three, huh? End all, be all. It I was a four. great time. It was a great time. All right. Well, that's good. Um, the other thing that you said beforehand that you wanted to talk about was that you watched the Cody Rhodes documentary. Uh, Joe and I gave our thoughts last week. Chad, the floor is still yours. Um. I feel like uh, a couple quick thoughts. I enjoyed it. Uh, one, I'll just say I enjoyed the show. Uh, yep. I I did enjoy it. I thought that I I didn't learn a lot. I felt like I knew most of what went on. I feel like they didn't do too much of a deep dive into stuff. Because so I didn't really learn much. They about, did a you know they did a the very, stuff in it. I did know the already. deep dive was a a lot of it was into the before he got called up to the main roster and then after he got called up to the main yeah. roster it was all surface level stuff yeah the only thing they feel like they really deep dived into at that point was like his his feeling about stardust which it's pretty yeah. well known on the internet his feeling yeah. about stardust so i mean i did enjoy the documentary i feel like i didn't learn a ton about him from the documentary but it was cool to see stories i've heard on the internet being told from his perspective yeah. Um I, would I felt say like with, he was very real during the show. I would say with Stardust, like I learned that he was very, very into it at the beginning. I thought he was against it the entire time. That's fair. Yeah, he he's uh it's like almost like a method actor with how he was into it at the beginning, like you know, taking yeah. it out in town, even like going to theme parks and stuff with it. Yeah. Like yep. maintaining. But I've seen that photo of him on the, the roller coaster with Brandy Rhodes and the Stardust <laughs> get up. <laughs> yeah. I've seen that before. All right. Yeah. So if if you want to hear mine and Joe's discussion about it, just listen to last week's episode. Positive or negative? Uh positive. Overall positive. Uh I think my I think my biggest negative was that it was two hours long. <laughs> I just wasn't expecting I think it. my only negative is that we really gloss over what he did in AEW. They focus on yeah, all in a lot. Talked, and then they kind of said he did AEW and then he left AEW. And then yeah. we moved on. 
yeah that that all of the uh outside of wwe stuff was all in all about five minutes we we talked about that last week how i kind of expected it to be pretty short i think it still was shorter than i was expecting that's what she said all right yeah she tells you that all the time doesn't she yep yeah your mom's a vocal woman um all right uh news from this week all revolves around wwe um i'll just go through everything real quick and if we want to really touch on anything in detail we can uh commentary team switching up we can talk about that during raw because we actually saw it in action this week um there was the news that Kyrie sane signed with them but then she's i don't we don't know if she is or not i don't know so i think that's Simon still huh Kyrie, WWE? Uh, wwe oh yeah i i saw some pretty reputable sources saying that she signed like i would trust comicbook.com and fightful when they post that she signed fightful has said that they still don't know well comicbook.com reported that they had insider sources saying that she signed and usually they don't report on anything that's not confirmed i just think that she's closing out all of her bookings so she does have matches scheduled i can't remember where it is with one of the japan promotions that's not in new japan Starting. Um, but I think she's just gonna close out the. No, it's not starting. It's the one I didn't know. Um, um, but I think she's gonna close out her bookings and then make her way over. I say the only one, the only other ones I can think of are All Japan and then DDT. Um, I, I don't remember. Other stuff, injury stuff. Uh, Sonya Deville tore ACL. Um, Bray Wyatt, not injury but illness. Um. Fightful broke today that his in his illness. We finally got like an update on the illness, which was basically they found out that his illness was potentially career and also nearly like life threatening. Um, but it's getting better. I saw a thing that says WWE has plans if they're able to do it for him in September. So probably post payback. Ooh. Yeah, but it all depends on his health, obviously. Um, Other minor injury stuff, Sami Zayn fluid in the elbow and Roman Reigns undisclosed injury. I don't know. Joe Joe watched the clip uh, before we started recording and said it could be the arm. I thought it was the back. We don't really know what it is, but Roman Reigns is not going to be on TV for a really long time, regardless of if he's injured or not, because we're in the we're in the worst part of the year for WWE. Let's be honest. Yeah. Like from now until it's December, the post, it's the post. Every time he defends drought. the title, every time he defends the title, he's got a post title defense drought. So whether he was hurt or not, we were not going to see him defend it again for a couple of pay-per-views. Anyway, we just saw him defend the title for the first time since WrestleMania this past weekend. Yep. It's, yeah. It's not a, let's not let that go to waste. Dude, I used to really uh, like uh, Survivor Series has never been my favorite pay-per-view, but the build for Survivor Series for a couple of years. I think was they like could some do, of my favorite time in wrestling. I think they could do something really fun with it this year. Just with oh, yeah, because the brand split's taken so seriously. Not because it's taken so seriously, but just because like there's potential that Triple H is heavily well, like more involved than he, even last year, and Vince is on his way out. We really touched on the whole like uh the Vince getting raided again by the FBI. I know we we still don't. I think it's the FBI. Um, 
some government agency <laughs> with regards yeah. to alleg- still following up from allegations from last year. I also yeah. heard that the Endeavor deal could close as soon as uh, mid to late September. Sean Rassap just just tweeted that uh, Triple H will no longer serve on the board of directors after the merger is complete. Oh, yeah, I saw that, too. Yep. Um, I, and I, I want to take back. Is he still going to be head of creative? I think yeah, so. he'll still be head of so. creative. Pretty sure. Um, see why not? I, I want to take something back that I said just just a couple moments ago. Oh, in okay. addition to in addition to the build for SummerSlam or sorry, for Survivor Series back back the last couple of years, except for the last maybe two, maybe just the last one. Um, I really liked the Raw versus SmackDown aspect on the actual show and NXT that one year because it was like you were rooting for. Is this brand going to win? Is this and they, they kept count of, of how many each brand had. So I liked that. Um and then this past year was fucking awesome. It was war games. So Yeah. I uh I take it back. I I, I still like SummerSlam. And if they do war game or Survivor, Survivor Series, <laughs> damn it. If they do war games again, I'll be excited. Just try to turn I your heard brain they're not on, doing Joe. war games again though. My yeah, that'll did. probably that'll probably stay on NXT. Um, I did hear that rumor that it will not be a, uh, it will not be a War Games Survivor Series. Oh, well, we will see. Um, the only other thing that I updated this week, or that news I had, I updated the uh, beer ratings. I've got no notes for it, but I, I, you know, pat, I'm patting myself on the back for that. You know, it's a tough job. I also updated the uh, Drunk Dudes Talking Championship title history. Um. Mostly to point out the fact that I have not been the champion since June 26th of last year. <laughs> since I think that's Forbidden Door would be when I Can lost. We talk it. about real quick who the current champ is. Uh, I mean, we're about Raven. to talk about SummerSlam beer ratings, Chad. Maybe we could wait until that's over, but go ahead. What the fuck is up? Yeah, it's Chad. Um, Y'all show, suck. show show of hands. Who cares? Nah, no, wow! Not even, not even not even Chad's hand is up. You're you just got done talking about how sad you were. You haven't won it in a year, but then now you don't care because you don't have the belt. I don't care that you're the champion. neither do you. You are a pissy ass <laughs> bitch. Is what you are. <laughs> I'm a sore loser. All right, there's a difference. You, you you're you're a paper game, champ. Man. It's dude. your game, and you suck at it. <laughs> you're a paper champ. I'll come by tomorrow after work and grab it. Predictions I'll are not my tomorrow. game. Everyone makes predictions. Lots of podcasts make predictions on things. Yeah, but I only got one thing wrong the entire night. Well, you know, let's get into that night. SummerSlam 2023. Um, anybody have signs? I have two signs. I have signs. Joe? Oh, wait, Joe doesn't have notes. <laughs> I, I, I made a confession, and I'll make it on the record now. Um. I went to went to a friend's house. Shout out CJ. Shout uh, out. And I watched I watched SummerSlam, and I enjoyed the show. Instead of sitting there with like a fucking nerd taking notes. I was and telling I Joe. Myself. I was telling I was telling Joe before we started. I was like, I really miss those days, like yeah. not not tallying or like getting absolutely shit faced trying to keep track of beers. And taking notes so I could remember to talk about it on the podcast. Well, we used to not take tallies. We used to just get fucking wasted. Yeah, those were, I mean, that was our early early to mid-20s. Yeah. These are different times. And 
pay-per-view started at like 2, 3 p.m. Yeah, so completely different. That too. Um, this was on a Saturday, though, Joe, which I think WWE is really helping us out here with these Saturday pay-per-views. But I, but I, think I drove. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So, so I, had, signs? I, had a couple, I had a couple beers. No signs. Chad, go ahead. I only have two. I have four. Um, I'll say my favorite one. It said Cody rode me, uh, with like without Ness on the roads. Cody yep. rode me. Yeah. Um, and I enjoy the shot of that. That was a good one. I don't know why I let you go first because you had double the signs that I did, but you just took half of my signs away from me. So I'll <laughs> go with my only other sign that just said to drink water. Oh, right next to it was a guy that said Logan sucks. So at one point it says Logan sucks drink water. Like they're back, they were like connected. And I, I thought Logan it said Logan drinks sucks, sucks Logan, water. Logan drinks sucks water. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I like that. I like that. What are your other um, two? There was a guy right on the ramp that said, Thanks, baby mama. Like this guy didn't buy his own tickets. I just want to point out, good job, dude. Like she was Where'd giving him, she was giving him alimony and he used the alimony to buy yeah, tickets not, to like, SummerSlam. <laughs> like not only did this guy get it in and now he's got a baby and a baby mama. But he also got tickets to SummerSlam, which, you know, good on him. It's responsible. Uh, and then my last one is a sign that said Brock Lesnar is ticklish. I didn't know that. Really? Um, Maybe they tickled him. Yeah, maybe. So I just want you to think about in your head, though, with Brock Lesnar's voice, what it would sound like if you tickled Brock Lesnar. <laughs> He's got a pretty, like, high, high voice. soft, like high pitched voice. Speaking of that, speaking of like thinking of what voices would sound like, did you guys see this thing that went viral? Uh, well, viral on wrestling Twitter, so like not actually viral, but <laughs> somebody did a, a I don't I don't know what you call it, like a voiceover. It was Eric Cartman singing uh, Cody Rhodes' theme music. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I saw that. that. It was so funny. <laughs> it was hilarious. It, it was honestly kind of good. Dude, uh, uh, sliding it on Cody Rhodes' theme music real quick. Uh, this week I went to my Xbox and I went to the Xbox store and I was like, I'm buying WWE 2K23. I want to see if it's any good. They keep advertising it as this amazing, like best rated game ever. Why not just um, like look up a review and before you spend? God so I did. I went it. to the Xbox store. It was on sale, which is why I was like thinking about it. It was on like forty or sixty percent off or something. And I, I mean, went to the Xbox store and looked at reviews early. I looked at reviews on the Xbox store and the first review said uh, the title of the review was adrenaline in my soul. And the only thing the review said was something, something Cody Rhodes. And at that <laughs> point I said, I'm buying this game. <laughs> yeah, Cody And Rhodes I bought it and it's actually really fucking good. <laughs> Cody Rhodes and yeah. two, two wrestling video games this year. It's crazy. Yeah, I enjoyed the shit out of this game, actually. Um, it's a. Uh... All right, let's get into the card. We had uh, what eight matches, and four of them were main events, so that was cool. Um, <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I'm, I'm just I wanted to point it out because I'm so mad that like the, it's been like the past I don't know how many pay per views PLEs. It's been like oh this is our triple main event, like. There's only one main event, and it's the sh- it's the match that goes on last. All right, mm-hmm. it's fucking yeah. stupid. But anyways, we started with Ricochet and but Logan. They repeated Paul. it overtime. Yes, we started with Ricochet and Logan Paul. 
And I wanted to bring up a question first, not about the match, because I don't remember if we've talked about this yet. And if we have, then you can just tell me to shut up. Have we talked uh, about the our opinions on the the stadium show, like the minimalist stage and ramp setup yet? I think so. Uh, I think we have, but just to just to mention it, I think it's awesome. I, I love. It. I don't mind the smaller stage and the bigger ramp and the bigger crowd. I I like think about how awesome Bad Bunny's entrance was this year at Backlash. Yeah. That was fucking sick. And I don't when know. We saw you, the... I don't know if you get something like that with like a big stage. You know. Well, yeah. When we saw the ramp this year, or on Saturday, we were like, "Oh no, we're gonna have hella time." Well, we didn't say, oh, no, we just said we're going to have hella break time when Roman starts his entrance. <laughs> Roman's entrance is the new fucking Undertaker entrance. I think um, I because I, I know Sean Ross Sapp was at the show. I was I saw him tweet out. It was like five minutes and seven seconds or like 16. Se- I, those two numbers jump out to me. It's like oh, just over five minutes was his entrance. And he like got a stopwatch out for it. So yeah, he he it's like the new Undertaker entrance. It was probably five minutes and seventeen seconds, and the reason six seconds stands out for you is uh well you could take that up with Leslie or Dylan or Chad's mom. I'm married. Uh, never been with Chad's mom. What ever? Ever, never. Never ever. That's surprising. <laughs> for the I've been married to Leslie longer than I've known Chad, so And I've known thought... Chad's mom only a little bit longer than I've known Chad. Oh, see, I've <laughs> I've known Chad's mom for longer. I actually used to babysit for Chad. <laughs> but he's younger so, than I am. He's Holy so fuck. old. Chad's so old, though. Yeah, right. but he's very immature for his age. <laughs> That's very true. That's All right, true. I proved that at VCW. All right. Um, what about the match? What do we think about the match? Um, are the Logan? We're on Logan Paul right now. Logan, Logan Paul, Ricochet. Oh, it was fun. It was fun. I would say I wasn't overly great, but it wasn't bad. It was fun. I did enjoy the call outs and the the shout outs to like a bunch of SummerSlam legends. Yeah. You know, they did like the Hulk Hogan drop and they tried to do some other things that were like shout outs to the legends of SummerSlam. And I thought that was cool, but I, I hated mean, the ending. The only things I saw was him doing the homage to the Hogan leg drop, but it was a split. And the only other homage that I saw, and they mentioned it, was Logan Paul doing a running power slam from Braun Strowman. So I wouldn't really call Braun Strowman a SummerSlam legend. He Dude, also, I, he, I completely forgot that Braun Strowman was in this company until he did that. Well, he injured. also did the the call out or the homage to Adam Page. Yep, that was the next great. Thing. He did a buckshot to the outside. It was honestly yeah. like after he did it, I was like, oh, shit, he's going to get injured because of the buckshot lariat curse. Yeah, but. Um, at least I don't think he did. Um, yeah, I, I would like to quote Michael Cole here for this match in my thoughts on it. When Michael Cole said that was a great match, but the ending sucked. (laughs) Michael Cole said that on the air. (laughs) So, Um, yeah. Ending not very good. Yeah. Um, so I guess after this match ended, uh, Logan Paul got 
got on his private jet and flew to fucking Texas or something where uh, his brother Jake was Paul's having a boxing boxman. match. His yeah, rapist brother. Um, I saw the rumor that it was it went on first just because so he could get on the the jet yeah, and make yeah, it. Yeah, that's time. why they did it. Yeah, and he made it in time, and he showed up to Jake Paul's match still wearing his uh his gear, which yeah. is pretty funny. With a black eye. Did he? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's got a black eye. It started fucking welting up as soon as as soon as he got hit in it during the match. Oh, I didn't. I don't think I remember seeing that. But um, fuck Jake Lo- Paul. Lo- yeah, Logan Paul won the match because uh, some some dude showed up ringside and gave him brass knuckles, and then it was over. Uh, and it yeah, but who was it? I don't know, dude. No. So idea. the speculations uh, from CJ and Rachel, one of them was like. Yo, that's bro. Uh, that's that's bro. What's his name? Uh, it was Matt. They were they, someone thought it was Matt Riddle. Oh, <laughs> and the other one thought it was Jake Paul. Um, nope. And I was like, I, I didn't know, know that Jake. I I didn't know that Jake Paul had a fight that night. Um, and it definitely was not. The Matt guy Riddle. also <laughs> looked nothing like Jake Paul. Yeah. So it's probably one of the guys from like Impulsive or something. Yeah. Yeah. I just I, I like know. I just remember Michael Cole was like, "Oh my god, that's that's his buddy. That's his friend. Oh, this is this sucks. This the match was great, but the ending sucked." It definitely wasn't uh his business partner. What's his name? Uh K- KSI. KSI. <laughs> it definitely was not Definitely KSI. was not KSI. <laughs> and confirm it was not him. Uh confirmed that almost immediately. Uh yeah, this got a beer. And then we moved on to main event number one, second match of the night, Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar. Um, Let's see. I have a Corey Graves quote that really irked me um, during Lesnar's entrance when Corey Graves said, Lesnar has been training as if this truly is fight week. I'm sorry, Co- I'm sorry, Corey. Was, was it not fight week? Should he not have been training like it was fight week? Should this not have been a surprise to you? It was just so... It, I don't know why it irked me so much, but it just did, and it just pissed me off. Corey Graves usually knocks everything out of the park, but that one just... I don't... It just didn't sit right with me. I got one comment on this, uh, and I'm just going to give you the heads up now. I drank too many day beers, um, so I didn't drink a day lot beers. during the show. Mm-hmm. Um but that led to me putting down a bunch of notes that I can't explain. All right. So I guess I'm going to need some help. All right. Go ahead. Um, I wrote Cody blood. Okay. I think that's pretty self-explanatory. I don't remember where he bled from. Hold on. Back. Um, Cody blood. I don't have a Cody blood. You might be thinking of um, he had some pretty bad scratches on like I think his ribs or his chest. Well, oh yeah, he did. Four notes later, wrote Cody ribs. Interesting. Which I'm pretty sure was this this rib. His ribs looked really bad. Yep, they did. But uh, I just wrote table. Table. Um, he got F five through the table. Is that what happened? That's the only table oh. spot I can think of. Man, I wrote some dumbass notes. Didn't have a stipulation, but probably should have. Cody Wright bicep blood from Dylan. Oh yeah, bicep blood. Yeah, Um, I I remember. I didn't even take a note of it. 
Yeah, I, I'm writing some like, dumbass notes here. Cody blood, comma table, notes. comma Cody ribs, comma nothing else. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, so basically, <laughs> the match was Lesnar dominated for most of it. Yeah, as you would expect, as could be expected. And a lot of the match was spent with Lesnar doing big move, Cody rolling to the outside, and then getting like a very high, like seven, eight, or nine count almost towards a count out, but still getting back in the ring and, you know, persevering and being that good guy who's always still going to fight back and not take, uh, not take the count out loss. And then eventually he won. Yes. That was basically the match. Uh, I think the big story afterwards was Lesnar giving the respect. Yeah, uh, which you, have you ever seen that? No. Can you name another time that's ever happened? No, uh, even, yeah, on Raw they said they said that was the only time that's ever happened. I saw a picture on uh, Twitter after the fact that said, or it, it was a picture of Lesnar doing the same thing to Kurt Angle in New Japan one time. Well, that makes sense. So it makes sense as to why WWE would say that's the first time it's ever happened. <laughs> but for like. WWE style. I mean, look, think about the rivalries he's had with John Cena, Randy Orton, Roman Reigns. No, I don't think he's Undertaker. He's never done that anything else. Why does this one mean something more? I don't know. And they uh, Triple H apparently said in the presser after the show that it was uh, completely unplanned. Yeah, an unplanned moment. Yeah, it was improv. Yeah, but I did see that. So who knows? So I mean, something must have really stuck out to to Brock Lesnar then, because I mean, this guy. It- has always been hard to deal with in the business, apparently. Talking like when you read interviews with people, and like he's not like a bad guy or anything, he's just he's very set in his ways in the business, I guess is a way to put it. Um, he goes very hard, and when people piss him off in the ring, he takes that on people. And yeah, I think he just does what he wants, and he knows and that no what he wanted to do no was no one's gonna fuck with him except yeah. Chris Jericho that one time. Yeah, when he when Lesnar uh, elbowed Randy Orton's face. Oh, off. Randy Orton, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think it really stands out that he gave Cody Rhodes that moment because uh, he didn't give it to any of the people I just listed. And all those guys are Hall of Famers. I would assume Hall that he's famers. well. So is Cody Rhodes now, even though he's never won the WWE Championship. Um, he will be. Uh, I think maybe it's because like. The only thing I can think of is he knows what Cody's going to be doing after SummerSlam, which, I mean, we still don't really even know what he's going to be going for. Um, But, like, trying to put him over that way? I don't know. Maybe he, uh, maybe he was a big Dusty fan, and he watched the doc. Yeah, maybe it's that. Uh, only other thing I wanted to point out was uh, Brock Lesnar was trying to show his dick. At the end of the match, because that's his, true, yeah, his shorts are all ripped, ripped up. <laughs> um, that's pretty funny. I uh, got uh, 1.75 beers. Yeah, and did we say one beer for the first match? We did. I yep. did. Okay. Real quick before we move on, how do you think the three matches comparatively sat? I don't. Which think one would any you prefer them, to watch? I don't think any of them were that great. I don't even remember the other two, so I guess this one, if I had to choose one. Actually, no, I'll choose the shortest one, but I don't know which one that is. Probably the first one, honestly. Yeah. I honestly second one had the, the, the wrist, the cast storyline. 
That's the one he lost in uh, Night mm. of Champions. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't know. This is not the most uh, exciting trilogy we've seen from uh, Cody Rhodes. No. But I think I no. blame that on Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Yeah. I, it just it, it wasn't good. It wasn't this, terrible. It wasn't. Yeah. Uh, I don't, yeah. I These guess. are some of the best Brock Lesnar matches I've seen. It, it means a lot. That, that's the thing. It's like Cody won a trilogy feud with Brock Lesnar. It means a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It carries a lot of weight to it. That's Um, that's fair. But with that being said, do you have anything you want? It doesn't carry a lot of weight. The the Slim Jim Battle Yeah. (laughs) No, you know what does carry a lot of weight is WWE's partnership and sponsorship with Slim Jim, which is why this was on the main. Which is why this was on the main card and not Raquel versus Rhea or Trish versus Becky. (laughs) Because money. When your life gives you lemons, you know. When life gives you slim gyms, you'll do a slim gym battle. You royal. make a battle royale. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Snap into a slim gym. Dude, you um, know what's fucking awesome though? Slim gyms. I honestly I can't do love a good la- I cannot remember the last time I've had a slim gym. But do I do when I do road trips? Gotta grab a slim gym. You do? Yeah. I yeah. almost always grab like a bag of chips that I can just like munch oh, on during yeah. the road trip. A slim gym in a, in addition to chips. I'm usually just. I like usually a, go a Slim Jim in some like sunflower seeds. I'm usually bag of chips. Ooh, usually on road. Usually on road trips, I go Harvest Cheddar Sun Chips or uh, Lay's Lay's Kettle Cooked uh, Barbecue. And oh, that's I it. And I'll do, uh, I'll do that, and then like a bottle of either Mountain Dew or Dr Pepper, and then if if move if on. I can find it, some like uh some of those Voodoo chips. Those oh, are good. Oh, yes. The Voodoo chips are voodoo so chips. fucking voodoo good. Fire. Have you guys ever had the uh, spicy craw tater? Yeah, ones those ones are good Dude, too. Have you had the Voodoo Heat ones? Yeah, yeah, they, they suck. Oh. The Evil Eye, they suck. What? I hate them. No, the Voodoo Heat. Yeah, it's different. They than do evil a Voodoo eye. Heat. Oh, then I haven't. It's had, just Voodoo had, with a little bit of spice. Heat. I haven't had Heat. Then I've only had the Evil Eye. No, evil it's, Eye it sucks. Pretty, it's pretty good. The Voodoo Heat. Okay, I'm a big fan. Not if a fan. It. They do oh. like pretzel sticks in the. In, in the, the voodoo, voodoo yeah, flavor, not they're good. not as good. Leslie got those once instead of uh, chips, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Not <laughs> as good. These are not chips. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for uh, the company that makes voodoo for uh, sponsoring this episode. I, I, yeah, I I will give them a free plug any day of the week. I don't care. All right, uh, Slim Jim Battle Royal. Anything to plugs, talk about? The Slim Jim Battle Royal. Yeah, anything to That's... talk about other than uh, LA Knight winning and. Is he? I mean, he's finally getting pushed, right? So I got to admit, I enjoyed this match. You know, I didn't think I would. I hated the fact the one surprise intro was Omos. Like, <laughs> as, as soon as they did the pre-show, I counted the number of people on the screen when they they del- they showed the thing. I was like, twenty-four people. Ooh, we get a surprise entrant. Who's it gonna be? Fucking Omos, really? God well, damn. And it. also, when Omos came out, I, I mean. I was thinking, and I know probably Joe was thinking too, because we think a lot alike. How are they going to get Omas out of the ring? <laughs> <laughs> All big men always re- win these battle royal style matches, so it's just crazy that he didn't win and LA Knight did. Um, the only thing I wanted to point out was that there was a botch on SmackDown where LA Knight jumped from the canvas to the top rope, and he he didn't land it, and then. 
on at SummerSlam, he did the same thing when it was just him and Sheamus left, and he did hit it. That yes. was it. That was that was basically it. I don't yeah, know. Dude, the I, crowd uh, was so over on this match because LA Knight won. Yeah. Let's see. Any notable moments from it, though? The only other note I had was good thing Bree didn't end up taking TBA. Oh, yeah. Bree Bree tried to make a prediction for the Slim Jim Battle Royal of TBA. (laughs) Like someone that's not announced? (laughs) I was like, like, TBA is not someone in this match. I texted Jaws like, she's going to have allowed that in the past. She's going to have to pick someone or, well, yeah, because, yeah, we've allowed like, for example, oh, for example, opponent. in the in the yeah mystery opponent when we don't know who it is, or yeah, we've the, also um, allowed it in the like Joker the, matches. The joke, yeah, yeah. The, ma- the matches where there's a Joker, yeah. When we know that there's one surprise entrant, <laughs> when we were making predictions, there was like only nine people announced for this match. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and she still would have gotten sixteen it wrong. out twenty five is a good percentage. <laughs> she still would have gotten it wrong. Yeah, and then she wanted to go with Sheamus. And then she wanted to go with someone else stupid. What'd you do? Talk her out of it? I guess it doesn't matter. She lost. Yeah. <laughs> um. Either way, it got four beers. Uh, you guys want to move on? Best match of the night? Okay. Can I just say... So the next match was Shayna Baszler versus Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Um, in an MMA rules match, which... Can I just point out, if we're going to add a stipulation of one match on this card, that was the dumbest fucking one to add a stipulation to. And then you add the stupidest fucking stipulation of all time, an MMA rules match. I saw someone on Twitter say this was the 2020s version of the brawl out. I mean, of the, of the, sorry, of the brawl for all. The brawl for all, yeah. Butterbean and fucking Bart Gunn. It was that boring, bad no like holy fuck this was stupid they, this should have been only like hit. two things i cared about in the whole match yeah this they should have definitely hit. put a cage around the, the yeah. ring it should have just been a fight yeah, no if they had done a fight pit or like a hell in a cell or a steel cage even all those would have been better than this yeah this yep. was stupid the knee to the face and then Shayna hit some hard move that i remember being like "Ooh, that looked fucking rough Ronda Rousey's knee to the face that caused Shayna's eye to completely yeah, swell up. Yeah, she did have a legit black eye on Monday. Yeah, she she uh her, she almost couldn't continue the match, and then she went to the outside. It was like, "Cut me, Mick! Cut me, Mick!" And then <laughs> sliced the, the eye. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, then she beat Apollo Creed, and then she <laughs> faced Mr. T, and then she had a fight with the Russian guy, and then her best friend's son was a boxer and then they made three movies of those and they called Ooh. them creed those were good really I, those were good as fuck all in the, the creed movies are so week. good all in the past week yeah yeah all those happened yeah uh shana one through five and then uh creed one through three. shana one through oh five. yeah you you can't forget there's like i thought there were six rocky movies you can't forget the street Remember, there's rocky rocky two rocky three rocky four rocky five rocky balboa creed one through three so i guess shana one through five shana baszler and then creed <laughs> one through three or rousey one through three Oh yeah, Rousey one through three because it's got to be Rousey's kid. Yeah, good point. Yeah, Rousey one through three. She is the godmother. She made that very abundantly clear. 
Yeah. Oh man. Oh my god. The, that's the promos leading up to this match, like, don't fucking make Shayna and uh and Ronda cry in the promos leading up. That was just cringe. I did think it didn't I, bring him emotion. It, it was just like this it, is not Shayna's character. I talked about it last week though. The 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 backstage or the vignettes that they did on Raw last week were really good. I did enjoy those. It was like the most like the character that the yeah. I I it would have been fine if it was just like a fight pit or a steel cage match, but or even they, a normal fucking match would have been fine. If they did that, what the I MMA have, rules fuck was this? If they did that, I wouldn't have chosen Ronda to bleed. I thought they were gonna at least punch each other a few times. No, for real. No, that was kind nope. of my thought. Uh, either way, cut a half a beer. Um, <laughs> and that was what Shayna blood entrances the finish and the finish. Yeah. No, there was no chops, no pin attempts, no use of the environment, right. nothing. Moving right on to one of the best matches of the night, Gunta and Drew McIntyre Intercontinental Championship. It's just big, meaty men slapping meat. Literally. Slapping meat. Holy fuck. The amount of chops and red chests in this match. Holy shit. Uh, yeah. I think I've said it before, but you know me. I love chops. Yeah. Chad's, love a, chops. Chad's a slut for chops like I'm a slut for good crowds. Fact. And when this match started, they started chopping each other. I had a rock hard boner for it. It was so good. Okay. Oh, oh I got some weird notes. You ready for my weird notes? Sure. One of them that you had a rock hard boner. <laughs> uh, one, go, the first go. one just said chops. I'm assuming what that says. Drew's chest was the second one. Bleeding. Oh, That's was why. he bleeding? Yeah. Okay. What about kick Claymore? Kick, kick, kick out of? Did he kick out of the? Cl- he kicked out of the. Claymore. Yeah, they both kicked out of like they both kicked out of each other's finishers. Moves. Okay. There's also kick like Claymore. I thought I thought you might be referring to Gunther doing like a shotgun style drop kick and thinking that it looked like a Claymore. Because I thought I Maybe. almost thought the same thing during the match. I was like. Drew went for a claymore and then Gunther did like a one of those style drop kicks and kicked him in the face. Yeah. And I was like, oh, he's doing he just stole he stole his move. But it was just a drop kick. I love stolen finishers. That's a personal favorite of mine too. Just up there with chops is when they steal each other's finishers. Yeah. I love that. Osprey hitting the one winged angel on Omega and then kicking out a one. Uh-oh. 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 Right. Yeah. Right, Joe? Yeah. All came. <laughs> all right um joe anything for the match that you remember uh no i just remember it being good i remember uh the moments you have already talked about uh mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it was, was this fun. hard for y'all to pick no uh no the only matches that were y'all tough... all assumed gunther was gonna win yeah, yeah. he's if, going to pass the honky tonk man's record wait until you go back and listen to last week's predictions we were done with five of the eight matches in like two minutes oh really yeah the only ones that the only ones we really talked about were women's title seth and finn and ricochet logan everything else we had the same exact thing and said it was obvious yeah that's that's definitely true uh either way gunther retains i got 3.75 beers um i would ask what's next for gunther but we Kind of already know. We'll talk about it when we get to Raw. 
Uh, let's move on to Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor. Did you? I mean, I think we all kind of thought that uh, that Chad Damian picked, was going to cash in. Chad picked Seth Rollins. I Which was very confident. I was very confident that Chad was going to pick Finn Balor. He said he was going to. I said last week during predictions, I was like, I'm riding the hot hand. Chad's been right about everything with the with the Judgment Day. I said, I'm fairly certain Chad's going to pick Finn Balor. That's why I'm picking Finn Balor. I'm riding the hot hand. And what did Chad do? He picked Seth Rollins, and he fucking got it right. <laughs> Here, here's my thought process. I got concerned late in the late in the predictions contest, uh, near the end, right before I made my predictions, that I just didn't think they were willing to uh, jump on Damian Priest yet. So I wasn't overly shocked when he didn't cash in because that's what I thought. That's why I picked Seth because I thought they were going to drag it out further. And I think I'm right. Because if you go back to Monday Night Raw, there's more build on this whole um, split thing that's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, knowing that's what true. I know, knowing what I know now, it makes sense why they didn't have Damian cash in because you know the match after this. But well, I guess technically two matches after this. Um, but yeah, you're right. <laughs> there was one really funny video that came out from this because at the end. Um, did, did priest like threw the briefcase in the ring and then walked around it to distract the ref and the mm -hmm. announcers were making it seem like oh is he going to cash in is he uh, whatnot he was giving the fucking briefcase to finn finn crawls over to get it and just gets stomped into the briefcase and that's how he loses but after the match the cameras were just going back and forth between their faces them just looking at each other and yeah. somebody somebody put the i think it's an usher song or r kelly r kelly not usher uh, Kelly. Where, where it's like and i looked at him and, and he looked he at, me, at me and i looked at him <laughs> he's uh, trapped in the closet yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's just like eight <laughs> times back and forth between the two of them it's such a funny video <laughs> um shout out to whoever made that because it was hilarious i'll also say that i really enjoyed the uh I really enjoyed the like after he stomps Finn on the briefcase, how he kicks the briefcase out of the ring so like no one could use it. Mm -hmm. I thought I thought that was cool. Um, and also We're the only thing was... I, sorry. Oh uh, no, mine was not important. It was going back to trapped in the closet. <laughs> the only thing I can think of with that song is the South Park episode. Yeah, and now Tom Cruise is in the closet. I really wish he would get out of the closet. <laughs> yeah. And it, uh, that's an all timer. And then I pulled out my gun. <laughs> Trapped I in love, the closet always I reminds the, me of the Weird Al Yankovic version. Trapped yeah, in the drive through. You ever watch that one? Yeah, that one was. That really shit's funny. hilarious. My favorite thing. I don't know why, but it's a very small thing that happens many times in that South Park episode. But it's every time that he's like, "And I pulled out my gun." There's yeah. like a split second, and then there's always a crowd around, and then there's a split second pause, and the crowd just goes, <gasps> and they all back up. <laughs> It's just so funny. I love that episode. Tom, Tom, you gotta come out of the closet. Actually, is that a two-parter? <laughs> I don't know. It might be. I don't I think. think so. I don't think it was. That's the one where that's Stan the, uh, Scientology one, right? Yeah, that's the that's the one where Stan uh, becomes the leader of of. Uh, I think it's a two-parter. I, I don't know. know. That was so long ago. Either way, it doesn't matter. That that's South Park. This is wrestling. <laughs> There's a lot of room in this Seth closet. <laughs> Uh, do you, are y'all on the same page as me? Are we saying this was the best match of the night? 
Uh, yes. With yeah, probably I think this, this, I would say probably uh the next one was second best, maybe Ricochet Logan Paul. Uh, I would say Gunther Drew. Was oh, Gunther Drew. I completely the, forgot. The women's Sorry. trio. Yeah. Gunther Drew was second. Women's trio, and then uh, Logan and Ricochet was like three A, three like, B, and then then probably this was the fucking. Honestly, the the probably after that would be the the second to last match. The technical second <laughs> to last match. That All I'm saying is, good. I think that. This was the tree. This was the Seth Finn match we've been waiting for. Yeah. Yeah. It was very, we've good. been waiting for like this, like five stars quality match between the two of them. And every match we've kind of been like, it was good, but it wasn't great. I would say this as, was as the one good, we've been waiting for. As good, if not better than their SummerSlam uh, 2016 match. match. Yeah. That yeah. was a I very would, good match. I would say, and especially because watching it live, you didn't know that Finn was hurt. So. And you were rooting I think for this Finn one almost so took the hard. cake because of the false finishes. Yeah, this was good. Mm-hmm. The, the false finishes here really got me multiple times. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Seth kicking out. Yeah, they both kicked out of finishers. And then just yep. the judgment day getting involved <laughs> and Seth still coming out on top. Yeah, yep. uh, it got it got three and a quarter beers. Uh, we'll move on to the triple trap match. Oscar uh, versus Charlotte Flair versus Bianca Belair. Um. WWE Women's Championship. For the record, Asuka did not have to be pinned or submitted to win this match. That is my first note. That is my first note here. Um, My second note says, (laughs) because I I took this note like 10 to 12 minutes into this match, I said, this was just a great match, but nothing really noteworthy had happened. And then immediately afterwards, and then immediately afterwards, shit, shit hit the fan. Dude, they fucking had me. This this is probably the biggest uh, I got got moment of all time. Yeah, I, yeah. This is up there for me with uh, Xavier Woods on the steel steps. You remember that one where he was like shaking, and I thought he had like legitimately hurt himself. Uh, oh. He got like power bombed <laughs> on the steps. I actually think another one way recently, back in the day. I think another one recently was Danielson doing the seizures in the ring. Oh that, yeah, that kinda, the Danielson thing me. that kind of got me. But none of those had the, that was fucked the up. scream that Bianca well, and, had. And because it's but, Bianca, she's such a super face. You didn't see her hit this. You heard the thud of the stairs, and then yeah, she, they cut the camera outside. She's screaming, holding her knee, and then she's like, "Oh fuck!" Bianca faces do not do that on camera. You could hear her say oh. "fuck." Then the ref comes over, hits the hits the hip, and says "knee." Then the medical team's out there, and they don't show her on camera again until she's being helped up the ramp. That yeah. I was like yep. legitimate injury. Then I think I texted you guys and was like question mark real, and all of us were like yes, definitely, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got got so good. Then she hobbles back to the ring and hits a fucking four fifty, and I was like, oh my god, I've been I've gotten got so good here. You got duped. We we all got duped yeah. so hard. <sighs> but it worked out perfectly because I feel like the end of this match was really fucking well scripted. You had Charlotte go into the figure four on the injured legs of Bianca Belair. Well, Bianca refusing to Asuka. tap despite the fact that her knee was quote unquote just destroyed while Locked. in the figure eight. Uh, 
And then you hit Oscar hits the mist on Charlotte's face while she's upside allows, down. While she's upside down, which has her break the figure four. Uh, Charlotte goes in there and no, then she gets, never. I she mean, never. Uh, she broke Oscar the, runs in. She broke the bridge, but she still had the figure four in while Bianca rolled up Oscar. Bianca yeah. was still in the figure four when she rolled up Oscar to win this match, which is insane. Wow. The ending here was awesome. It was. Yeah. That's the why match itself that, was was very good, very enjoyable. Yeah, it, it was very consistent. It wasn't there wasn't a lot of downtime. I feel like they really used the triple threat vibe here um, very well, where there was always two people. There was always something going on. There wasn't downtime, um, which, you know, can't be said about the main event. Uh, but in this match, I feel like they really found Wait, which a way main event? to constantly. The, the main event. OK, tribal combat. Oh, OK. Anyone want to talk about Charlotte's boobs? Match. Joe. They're smaller. <laughs> oh it's hilarious God. that you put in the group chat. Oh, she definitely has her boobs reduced from last time. Because as we're watching it, me and my wife were like, yeah, she definitely got those boob implants <laughs> taken out. And then you text in the group chat. She's like, the boob implants are gone. <laughs> that was, yeah, I think that's something a lot of people noticed. Not really something I cared to talk about on the show this week. I, can I be honest? I think Charlotte looked a lot better than she normally does. Uh, the because of the just in general, but but do I, I, say I don't this? I don't think that hurt. The natural, would you yeah. say? All right, yeah. I'll leave it at that. Uh, that got three and a half beers. Um, then ES Guys music hits, and we've got a cash in, boys. Um. I think my favorite part about this was Bailey running down the ramp and just fucking clocking. I don't remember if it was Oscar or Charlotte. She just clocked him in the face with EO's briefcase and then hit the other one in the back. So they were both down and out and EO cashed in and there was no referee being like, are you sure? Are you sure you want to do this a thousand times? It was, it was, a great moment, and now that's uh, one less briefcase that we have to hear the referees be like, are you sure? Are you sure you want to do this? <laughs> are you sure? Are you sure? Giving the champion time to roll out of the ring and run away. I think we will get a uh, Asuka-Eo <sighs> ma- match. Yeah, I think we're going to move toward probably Bianca Charlotte at some point, and then the, uh, we have to do EO Sky Asuka. Asuka can say that no, she did get pinned to lose the championship. Asuka can just invoke a rematch clause, but against EO, I guess. I, I don't know. I want to see that match, though. And then EO will win that. And uh, there's a lot of places you can go with this. Obviously, EO Bailey. I saw someone put a graphic together for Mania 40 of EO versus Bailey versus Dakota. Also, Dakota Kai yes, was there. Please. Also, Dakota Kai was there, torn torn ACL and all, um, recovering from. And one year ago is when they all debuted together, debuted slash returned together. It was wonderful. A very good moment. Awesome moment. Eosky, new WWE Women's Champion. Uh, Beer and a quarter for that. And then we will move on to Tribal Combat, Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso. Let's not forget the rules of this match. It was no disqualification. Um, and let's also not forget that members of the family could not get involved. They said that specifically on SmackDown. Members of the oh, family. Oh, they couldn't? No. 
Well, they couldn't. I uh, beg to disagree. I think I don't think that's how you you're supposed to say. It. I don't think that's how that saying goes. But yeah, um, I was being sarcastic, Chad. In case you couldn't tell, uh, they definitely said that on SmackDown. Oh, really? Were you? Yes. Um, this was just not good. Not only was it just so boring in the beginning, <laughs> once it turned up a little bit. It was the same fucking shit from a Roman Reigns match. And I know we've seen it so much in this title reign, but I have to give a pass to like the Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens matches and the Cody Rhodes match because those feuds were so good that I didn't care as much that the match went that way. But goddamn, every fucking Roman Reigns match now is someone else helps him win the match for him. He never wins a match by himself. And it's just, it, the formula is so bad. It needs to change. And quite honestly, I don't well, we even shook I, it up here with the, with the introduction of a new person helping him win. I don't think Jimmy. So Jimmy Uso cost Jay this match. Yeah. And just yeah, like he helped I, Roman I win. I think he yeah. went to Coco. Cost Jay the match, and I think a payback. We're getting obviously Jay versus Jimmy. Well, I don't know if you've seen the rumors here, but um, we'll talk about this. I agree. This is uh, this is not, and and there's something being advertised tomorrow for SmackDown that implies that uh, Jimmy is going to be like back in the bloodline. Oh, the I don't Paul Heyman look at him. Yeah, after during the match. Paul like they, they announced, like he they announced this whole thing. They announced a segment for the bloodline tomorrow. And like it heavily implies that Hails Jimmy's, Jimmy's going to be rejoining. I don't, I don't think, think so. he will. I hope he doesn't. If he does, this is really dumb. Um, I think yeah. that I think would make is... zero sense. It has to just be Jimmy's doing this because he's jealous. Jay got the title shot. That would make a little bit of sense. And they should do the 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 Usos face off at Payback, or I mean, maybe the one after that, which is I think Fastlane. But I saw a rumor this week that somebody high up in WWE wants the Usos one on one at WrestleMania 40. I mean, if we're gonna if we're gonna if we're gonna do this for that long, I just I cannot. Unless I see they, a rumor this week that said that this the bloodline they said was less than thirty percent done. Like they're saying. The storyline oh, they've written Heyman. out was yeah. like, oh yeah, it was Heyman who said he's like, we are so far from being done with this storyline. Heyman and said they're like, in the okay. bottom. They're, they're in the, the bottom inning. of the third inning. Yeah. Just, Fuck off. That's just <laughs> like, I if think this match did anything for me. It's that say that yes, while the storytelling has been great and I've enjoyed the the Friday Night SmackDown, the matches the I match not, didn't hold up to it. I'm I'm enjoying them less and less each time. That's 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 I don't know if that's true. I was really excited for this only to be so bored. I fell asleep was exactly so that was this not the least enjoyable of anything so far in Roman's title reign. This was by far and I wouldn't say his whole title reign. There were matches that I didn't care for in his title reign. But since we've done this like, whole bloodline, what was worse? Thing, what was worse than this? The the time that Demon Finn Balor got uh, cut off the top rope with the fucking mystery person pushing him off the top rope but we never explained that at all that was a ghost thing that was like one part that 
it's not like that entire match sucked. This entire match sucked. Some of the Brock Lesnar matches sucked. Remember WrestleMania two years ago against Brock? Holy okay, fuck, that's that fair. That's fair. SummerSlam last year was really fun <laughs> with the track. Yeah, no, I really enjoyed the Triple H version of this uh the Raymond of uh, the Roman versus Raymond. Brock storyline where they did yeah. where they did the 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 trailer, I mean the tractor that like lifted the ring up. That match was entertaining as fuck. But yeah, it, this was on par with the Brock versus Roman Mania two years ago thing. Oh, um, I did have one more note with this. Uh, end ending of the EO Sky cash in was around eleven fifteen. Anyone want to guess when the bell mm-hmm. rang for this match? Uh, no. Oh wait, we actually <laughs> timed it. Eleven thirty-five. Twenty minutes. To do, and then we did a forty-five minute long fucking match and segment and everything else. Yeah, this pay per view ended at like twelve something. Holy fuck! Yeah, it was late. Yeah, we way Calm underestimated the AEW. end times. I had to, I had to drive close to forty minutes after that. Oh god, good thing it was a Saturday. All right, this got six and a quarter beers. Uh, SummerSlam twenty twenty three twenty five and a quarter beers for the number. 17 overall pay-per-view of all time. Just an FYI, because I did update the database. Um, you know, take a break and get back into the uh, weekly recap. Are you wanting to take a break? I need to. Yeah, I grab a snack real quick. I need to get a okay. beer. Okay. All right, we're going to take a break and get back, come back with the uh, weekly wrestling recap. All right, weekly recap. Um, is there anything that you guys want to talk about with SmackDown, which happened before SummerSlam? I have one thing. That's it. Go on. I have one thing. Chad, you go ahead. Uh, EOS Sky lost to Zelina Vega on the night before SummerSlam. Yeah, they do this at for every Money in the Bank cash-in. But Zelina Vega, really? They're really high on Zelina Vega. I'm not. How about that? How about I don't care at all about Selena Vega? Okay. Um, I could care less. She's in the same category as Shotzi. Okay. All right. You know what, Chad? Does that mean? Does that mean? No, that's your opinion. Am I being mean you're right enti- now? That's your opinion, and you're entitled to it, but I here's what I'll say. Uh, noted. I mean, I don't. Thanks I, for. I don't care. Supplying I don't, your opinion. I don't care a whole lot either, but I'm not going to sit here and say I don't care at all. No, uh, not at all. I don't care at all. And that's fine. You can not care about things. My thing was the street profits. Oh yeah, I totally wrote that down, and I completely forgot. Uh. Heel Street Profits, question mark. Uh, Hurt Business 2.0 is in full effect. Don't know what they're going to be called. Dude, the, the, the crowd chanted for Bobby Lashley, and I loved it. Oh, yeah. I'm very excited to see where this is going. Uh, I'm excited to watch mm-hmm. SmackDown tomorrow specifically because of this. I don't give a fuck what they're going to do with the blood. I do care. I care a lot about what they're going to do with the bloodline tomorrow. But 
I will say I'm less hyped than I normally am for a bloodline segment. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely more hyped to see where this Bobby Lashley stable goes than anything the bloodline's doing. But I also have no idea yeah. what else they're going to be doing on SmackDown other than I'm sure LA Knight will be there. I would like to uh, talk about this again uh, when we get to NXT. Oh, okay. One of your three things. Joe, you got anything for SmackDown? That doesn't revolve not, around not SummerSlam. Not that didn't go around SummerSlam. All right. Uh, collision. Um, oh, chat ch- hasn't even talked about Rampage. Oh, what the Rampage? Uh, I do have one comment for Rampage. Uh, oh, it's a, the, it's a the, huge the parking negative. Lot, the parking lot brawl. Holy fuck. This was dumb. This okay. was this was dog shit. Um, I know Did you're Sue... usually a big fan of like these anarchy at the arena things. But it's... imagine... We take Anarchy and Arena. We put it in a parking lot surrounded by a bunch of old mom cars um, with like backstage people from AEW making a fake crowd with piped in crowd noise, which I didn't think AEW would ever do, but they totally did here. And it was obvious. And then we just had John Moxley and Trent Beretta doing dumbass moves on top of cars the whole time. I saw the stomp. Like I saw the stomp through minutes. the windshield part um yeah, and then he won the match with seth rollins a stomp yes yeah uh they showed clips of it on dynamite so that's really all i saw all i all i want to know is did sue drop the kids off at the match oh the 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 van was definitely there um and then at one point in the match after wheeler Yuta uh surprised shock appearance um he started just beating him and john moxley just started beating the shit out of sue's van with a crowbar Broke so, every window on the van. So Sue did drop the kids off. I don't. I don't remember Sue being there. Um, but the van was there. So I guess and they that, they called that, it out on commentary. That probably answers my. Next also, commentary question. was Paul White and Tony Schiavone. Paul White was on commentary for this. Not good. They're making him earn his paycheck. <laughs> He's okay. not doing anything or else. Could, I don't. I'm cool with that. Just cut him then i don't need him they would probably owe him a lot of money so they're trying to use him in some way but either way i guess that answers my other question of did renee young drop the other side of the kids off at the school at the playground but no renee did not make an appearance renee paquette i think i said renee young last week too my bad renee um all right collision um ftr challenged the young bucks for a match at all in uh spoiler alert that's happening I thought yes. the match with Big Bill and Brian Cage was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, good opener. It's it's. I mean, it's obvious who's going to win, but yeah, FTR every FTR match is good. Um, hype level for FTR Bucks three. Um, I think it'll be awesome, but there's no build, so lower than before. Does it need one? I would prefer to have one, but I'm excited for it, even though it has none. If that gives you any idea of how good it's going to be, yeah. in my mind, I, I think it's one of those rivalries. It's one of those like uh, always there rivalries that can just it it can just be a thrown together match, and they know we're going to get excited for it. So I don't know. Like, they know they, they don't build have to build FTR it. versus Briscoes at any of those, and I was also, more excited for those. I mean, there is also still three weeks left, so there is time. They did face off at Dynamite, so yeah, 
there's time there's time to build it and they have two shows now so they can use two times a week to build it if they want um the elite doesn't come on collision so they literally said last week after they signed their new deals that we might even be seeing the elite on collision they teased the shit out of that yeah i didn't hear much on their new deal other than there were new deals they they said it on dynamite last week did you not watch oh you weren't around i'm watching it on mute right now no last week's dynamite i didn't oh i didn't watch last week's dynamite i was unavailable got it um let's see uh other stuff from collision samoa joe challenged cm punk at all in for his uh real world championship yeah, um, we've got the dumbest we've got, title. Uh, we've got no answer for that yet. Uh, CM Punk was in the main event with Ricky Starks for that real world championship, and we got JR on commentary, which was surprising. Um, the this here's was so the, slow. Here's the thing that upsets me the most about this whole real world championship thing so far is the fact that MJF hasn't even acknowledged its existence yet, and like at least just like like shoo it away and be like no that's that's stupid just like the rest of us think <laughs> who was so it that... in new japan that did the same thing like two years ago someone got hurt was it will osprey who vacated the belt got hurt came back with a cut with a his own belt and they had to unify the belts and then he I lost think, uh, i think that was him and okada i think that was also around the time when they made sonata the champ for the first time you mean shingo or yes, yeah, Shingo. Sorry. Yeah, I agree. I think that's. I think right after that was when Shingo won the belt. Yeah, but I think you're. I, I think just, you're right. This seems very similar. To the Will Osprey New Japan title thing. I mean, it's similar. MJF's not it's, mentioning it all. It's similar to a, a few WWE things. I mean, WWE Championship oh, 20, 2011 Intercontinental Championship a few years ago with Shinsuke and. Sammy and well, Sammy the, Zane. the third person in that was it AJ? Here's here's the one thing I will say. Uh, I'm okay with repeated storylines; doesn't bother me too much. Uh, but I hate that the show is giving it a name. You know why are we calling it the Real World Championship? Like in quotations on the show and giving it like you know? its own graphic and shit. I I don't have a problem yes. with the common. I don't have a problem with the commentary team echoing what cm punk calls the championship but giving it its own giving it its own graphic and everything it's like okay i don't want a second world champion mjf is my world champion yes so i definitely won't see him punk as the title holder you know no not at all this just, just Ricky so that Starks he, match was boring just so that he can fuck. have another fucking one week title reign no thank you um, he did retain over Ricky Starks. Um, I think the only other thing that I really like enjoyed on uh, Collision was the cardboard cutout Jay White stuff. Yeah, I don't know why I enjoyed it so much, but it was just so funny. Um, when I Juice, it was silly. <laughs> when when Juice Robinson was back there doing the the backstage promo with the cardboard cutout, and then Jay White came in and smashed it. Juice's reaction was like, "No, card blade." <laughs> <laughs> I will say I got to that point of the show and my note says Jay White beats uh, Grand Metal League. This show has completely useless matches because up to this point, I didn't care about any matches on this entire card like at all. 
Well, I think the whole point that's of that's what is collision like, is right now. Collision is just good matches with no build, but it's clean finishes and putting people over. Okay, that's how well, you that's uh, how you start a new show. This bored the shit. This whole two hours bored the shit out of me. I think I think part of that is the fact it aired at the same time as SummerSlam. I think they they knew they were going to have a lower audience rating oh, on this one. Their so ratings think... got destroyed this week. I think they had that's that's to be expected. You know, yeah, I don't want to like focus too much. Hundred something. I don't know. It was it was bad, but yeah, I think it, it was just over four hundred. It should be expected. Yeah, so maybe they expected that and they cut the show quality down because of that and gave yeah. some people weeks off and stuff. Just but wait till this week, Chad. Then, then I just didn't enjoy collision this week. Is all. Save your save your judgment for this week's collision. Oh, well, was there anything announced? Not that. Oh, CMFTR versus House of Black. Oh yeah, that'll be big good. main event. Yeah, that'll be fucking phenomenal. I can't. <laughs> I am excited for that. Oh, you're excited for that, even though there's no build. House of Black doesn't need a build for me. Oh, okay. I get excited every time I see them. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. I just want to know where you draw the line, you fucking hypocritical. Yeah. House of Black. Oh, did you see Buddy Matthews and uh, Rhea Ripley? Oh, yeah. Today? yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations. I, saw, sub. I also saw all the Sorry, photoshops. Sub. All the photoshops of Sub in the background crying. It's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> those those were good. All right. Um. Anything else? or move on to raw no all right raw move on to raw um so we got the wwe announced team swap so mentioned it in the beginning uh now on monday night raw like basically cole and barrett moved over to raw which the biggest thing from that is we i mean once again we don't have to hear bianca again which is really cool. <laughs> and then the SmackDown commentary team is Michael Cole, Kevin Patrick, and Corey Graves. Oh, Michael Cole's going to be on both shows? Yeah. Thank okay. God for that. He's the best part of this whole thing. He is. Michael Cole. I mean, we. I know everyone used to shit on Michael Cole so much back in the day, but like He's Michael Cole's so holding good. these teams together. So good. He is so good. Um. Yeah. And Kevin Patrick. I've I've been critical Docs. of he've been I've been critical of him so I don't need to say much more but yeah he he is just bad he's not good at his job and hopefully him being with Michael Cole does something for his career but apparently WWE is really high on Kevin Patrick and believes in him and yada 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 why I don't know because he's really bad okay 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 who would you rather have on commentary Kevin Patrick, Baron Saxton, or Renee Young? Baron Saxton. I like Baron Saxton. Can we say Byron? Byron Saxton? Can we say Byron <laughs> Saxton? I don't remember his fucking name. Byron Saxton is good. I'll take Byron Saxton all day. They're okay. not fair compare. Well, I guess Renee is a fair comparison, but Byron Saxton is a color commentary person, not a. Whoa. No. Holy shit. <laughs> Color commentary. It took me a second, Joe. <laughs> Jesus, dude. Color commentary is the person on the announce team who at one time was a wrestler, and then the other person is the play-by-play guy. That's every commentary team in all of history. 
So Saxton is not a fair trade for Kevin Patrick because Saxton was a wrestler. So Renee, bit, wow, yeah. way to get really technical with an untechnical question. Well, Jesus, I'm just uh, so you're so your team Baron Cor- or Baron uh, <laughs> Saxton. Damn it, the bit's Byron over. Byron Saxton all day. I would rather have Kevin Patrick than Byron Saxton. I also hated Byron Saxton on commentary. You did he, was, he was terrible too. Renee Young oh, didn't have a, a Renee Young was a woman on commentary, so WWE never gave her a word edgewise to even speak. So I don't she even also know. just randomly burst out in random noises. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> mind so her bad. commentary, but she'd be in the middle of the show go, whoa, and that would be all she would say. And that would be it. And I'll be like, <laughs> oh, my God. That is when they were doing the three person teams. Yeah. So we're back honestly to a, a three person team on SmackDown, but, but that's uh, true. They're adding, um, they're basically just swapping them and then adding Cole to the other one. Honestly, Samoa Joe on Raw commentary, I enjoyed really that. Uh, some of oh, the yeah, best, that was good. some of the best, like I can't wait for this person to be a color commentator in the future. Um, Danielson, Jericho, I really like Samoa Joe is really good, and also if you remember from the early COVID days, Triple nice. H. Oh. Triple H was really good. Do you remember that oh, Mace remember that. was uh was a commentator on Raw? Dio no. Madden. Dio oh. Madden was. Oh yeah, and he got F five through a table. Yeah, and then he never showed back up. I do remember. Well, and, he did. Well, he did show back up. Uh, Marseille. Well, he showed well, up first. As Mace it, first it in Mace. Uh, I forget the name of the Retribution. So oh, good. God. That was almost as bad as let me find something really bad on Raw. Hold on. Uh there wasn't much bad on Raw. Okay. There really wasn't. Bad segue. <laughs> Dude. Raw Mace was pretty fucking slapjack. good. Slapjack. <laughs> Mace Slapjack. Pancakes. T-bar. <laughs> Pancakes. Mustafa Ali. What was Mia Yim's name? The Reckoning or something? Oh, you're really close. Well, it was to... Mercedes Martinez for like a week, right? And then she disappeared, and then Mia yeah. showed up later. What was Mia Yim's name? I think it was Reckoning. No. Oh, Rec. I'm pretty positive. Might have been that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's right. That sounds right. Yeah. But yeah, let's it. talk about some stuff on Raw. Who <laughs> do we think is uh, Seth's next competitor? Shinsuke. Shinsuke. Yes. for sure. At a oh, B show, at a so B show, good. at a B show pay per view, yes. Oh, maybe India. I, I'm excited for September payback 8th. with Shinsuke versus Seth Rollins. Oh, um, you think it's gonna be payback? Yeah, I mean Seth's gonna man. Seth is gonna defend at every every pay per view. Yes, he's not I Roman. I agree. So it's got to be a payback, and I'm excited for it. It's gonna be super good. Yeah, you said that about AJ and Shinsuke though. Yeah, I don't well, know that why was it's because that's booking fucked that up. That's probably going to be gender uh, facing him at uh, the India oh, show. I forgot India sure was even a thing. September eighth, there's an India. I'm pretty show? sure September eighth is an India show. Payback they added an on... India show between Payback and some of Survivor Series. Is it a PLE? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Oh fuck! Oh fuck, Danny. Mm. Um. What's it uh, called? Other Superstar things I really spectacle. 
Sounds like a house show. Give me all, all the, the fa- give me give me all the faces. Ball. Um, Chad Gable is uh, next in line for a title shot against Gunta. Yeah, I didn't see I didn't see his match with Gunther two weeks ago or last week, but I heard a lot of good things about it on the internet. Uh, that yeah. their like beat the clock thing was really good, and so people were like, make this like a full match. Yeah, and I'm down. I'm I'm very much down. Um, I would prefer if like. Somehow they need to extend this. Maybe, maybe Gunther in this match, whenever he faces him, hopefully at payback, Gunther will win because I think he still needs to win that match in order to break the record. But he's pretty close. He's like less than thirty days away. Yeah. Um. But I think it'd be really cool if he storyline injured Gable and like later in the year at the Rumble, Gable returned and beat him i would love to see chad gable be the one to dethrone him oh that'd be good i don't know if they're going to do that if they weren't letting true mcintyre be even a thought process that people had to win that match then well, i don't know how you sell chad gable like he's going to be able to pull it off well because i know they're going to have gunther beat the record so why would drew have won this match yeah that's they the just only wanted it, they just wanted to be a marquee it. matchup not a main event. Let's let's not forget it was not a main event. It was just a marquee matchup. Yeah, Shorty Those just are, got this one. I agree. I agree with Dylan. So Thank I have you. a I have a raw comment here. I want to mm. see if you all agree with me on this one. Mm. Uh, do you think that that Vince's hands completely changed how Judgment Day has been booked for the last month, and now that Vince is not here, we're getting back to how Triple H wanted to book it a month ago. And the oh, reason I, I say this is because JD McDonough comes back the the first Raw after tri- after SummerSlam where Triple Vince, H is back completely Vince, in charge of creative and no Vince, Vince has, no Vince hands. Vince has not been in creative since mid July though. Okay, but at that point we were we were fighting towards SummerSlam and the stuff that had JD McDonough had already been cut out of the storyline. And we had already made up the judgment day and they were like good friends again. And we had completely forgotten almost that they had thought about not being friends, but they had to go back to that at SummerSlam. And now we're right back where we were back before. And now JD McDonough's a thing. Um, clearly there's a hell of amount of attention uh, of uh, tension between Damien and Finn. Mm-hmm. I think there's something to what you're saying, but I, I also think, that the putting off the attention was maybe the right move because I think it built like because we all knew the tension was still there, but it now has built the tension that is that we're seeing. Yeah, they, of, like they, the, the storyline yeah, unfolding. The now. way the way that they built SummerSlam and built that match made it so believable that there were three outcomes in a singles match. <laughs> you know, like. Yeah, like Seth could win, Finn could win, or Priest could cash in. Dude, you if know? you had yeah. let me pick Priest to win that match, I might have picked Priest to win the match. But I knew, I didn't think you would let me pick someone who wasn't even listed on the card. Oh, I didn't even. You can, think that you was can pick. You can pick whatever you want. I was upset at myself that uh, for the Great American Bash match between Corbin and steveson i was like how did we not think that a double countout was like a possibility when we were talking about yeah. who's who's gonna who's gonna win this match or who's who are they gonna have lose this match how about nobody 
Like that's definitely you can make that prediction. It's just if one of them wins, you're getting it wrong. Yeah. So I uh, I looked at Metzler's. Uh, I looked at Metzler's star ratings for uh, Great American Bash, and he gave that like one star. He gave cables. That's, that's too many. That's too many stars. But he did give Elia and Carmelo Hayes four point seven five. Yeah, I saw that's that. Good. Saw that. So close to a five star match for Elia and uh, Carmelo, which would have been Carmelo's first, but Elia's second or third, if I saw it correctly. Yeah, I don't think it was five star. I think he's right with that. I just think like comparing it to the five stars he had against Gunther, I would say it was not as good. Yeah, but so it was still on a very, comparative scale. Still very, 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 very good. Agreed. So fucking good. Uh, what else did I have from Raw? LA Knight and the Miz. That's Dude, this was good. Happening. I enjoyed this promo. Yeah. Really enjoyed this promo. It felt real. They really digged into like their their career paths. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Which we've seen, and before. then they yeah. into like the backstage politics. Yeah, like their backstage politics were even mentioned. This whole thing and how like Miz just kind of does what everyone asked of him, and LA Knight in the past hasn't been the guy who's willing to just do what everyone says. And I don't know, it just I, felt very real, and I enjoyed the shit out of it. Yeah, yeah. There's a. It's reminiscent to AJ and Randy's feud to me. Of the the guy that was brought up in the company, never wrestled in the Indies versus the the indie superstar that uh that you know made his way up, got himself over in every company he's been in. That's a that's a really good comparison. I don't even I just don't remember that. that feud enough, but yeah. it does. <laughs> what you're saying does draw comparisons. But that's like yeah. exactly a feud that I would I would I would expect Joe to remember. that's just what he does that's just what that that's what joe do yeah that's true that's god he's so good at it um let's see about the new day the new day is back yeah dude i i miss biggie so much and you know we got bad like good news and slash bad news for biggie uh i think we talked about it last week dylan and i but I miss him. I watched I watched the Celebrity Family Feud with him in it. So did I. Uh, and oh god, he was just there. He's and so it was good seeing him. It's good They're seeing him funny. move so so well. But I I I really wish we could see him in a ring again. LVP of Celebrity Family Feud uh was by far Dolph Ziggler. Oh yeah. <laughs> Bri- Bria asked, she said, "Why did they even bring Dolph along? He's just so stupid he's just there <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh and also Liv morgan came across very annoying he was he was the one that was like uh oh if if steve harvey was wasn't married uh who would you set him up with and Dolph ziggler said lil kim no I don't like it was 20 20- said <laughs> someone said lil kim no, i'm pretty sure it was i don't Dolph. remember lil kim being said. I, I i made a comment on it to bria i said that comment is 20 years oh no it wasn't. It wasn't the 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 Steve Harvey one. It was if there was a Mount Tushmore, who would you put on it? Like a Mount Rushmore of of great female behinds. That was not on Celebrity Family Feud. Yes, it was. No, it was and Dolph not. Dolph Ziggler said, "Little Kim." Yes. Slap it. 
No, I'm not doing that. I just watched it tonight, dude. Okay. I mean, if you just watched it tonight, then I definitely believe you. I just don't remember that. Gosh. <laughs> Dolph Ziggler said little Kim. Interesting. Oh boy. All right. Um yeah, that was a fun watch though. Chad, highly yeah. recommend going back and watching that. If you haven't watched it, it's, it's fun. Remember last time I watched an episode of Family Feud. I gotta be honest. I love Family Feud. Uh, how about before every episode of SmackDown that you watch a lot? Yeah, but that that was only the last five minutes. Remember? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Can't remember the last full episode of Family Feud I watched. That's that's true. Dude, I fucking love Family Feud. With um, Steve Harvey. Yeah. Uh, all right. What else from Raw? Anything else? I don't think so. Oh, the the Cody thing at the beginning. Oh yeah. The 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 small hints and teases of we're getting back to him versus Roman. Yeah. Uh, I think he's oh, acknowledging. He said he talked to his mom, and his mom was like, "Brock acknowledged you." Yeah. So, Damn. It. it I got when he's when she when he said that and then he started doing the promo and then Seth came out. I thought to myself, like, I almost wish the storyline, his story would end against Seth more than I wish it would end against Roman. Like, I know it's going to end. The problem is and the problem that I had with this whole opening segment, not the fact that it was a promo that set up a main event match like they always do. um, It was the fact that Seth Rollins came out there and was like, oh, you want to challenge me? As, as if Seth was like all high and mighty as if Cody hadn't beaten him three times the year before. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't want, I don't want that to be how the story ends first off because it's not the WWE championship. It's Cody's, not the belt. Cody's on record. Going. Cody's on record saying that if he wins the world heavyweight championship, he's fine with that, but that's not finishing the story. No, it's not. It's he's, he's on record. It's saying. not, it's not the belt that that's his dad almost won. Stupid. His dad celebrated winning. I guess that is the belt his dad actually did win, and it's it's mimicked after the big gold belt, and yeah. his dad did win the big gold belt. Yeah, yeah. It's I guess that makes sense. The story is it's not be Roman. Not that belt. It's got to. It, it doesn't even have to be Roman, but it should be Roman. Yeah. I don't really know what else for SmackDown. No. Uh, anything for Raw? For raw. Or sorry, raw, 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 raw. Oh, lemons do make lemonade. Did you know that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't even remember what was going on with that. So Becky, Becky uh, getting so Becky, Becky getting was booted upset, off yeah. of the SummerSlam card. Um, a lot of people were like, "Oh, Becky." Uh, rumors are that Becky's in Detroit. That was on Twitter. And she would post photos of like, oh, wow, a lot more beaches in Detroit than I remember because she was at her house uh, or like in her hometown, wherever she lives now in Florida. I would assume it's in Florida. They live and in then, Florida? Um, I, don't I they think st- so. Don't they own a fucking wrestling school in Iowa? Yeah, Davenport, Iowa. Seth does. They're, and they're married. He doesn't Point have to being, be there all the time. Go ahead. Lemon. Anyway. She she posted on fa on Instagram that she when life gives you lemons and the day of SummerSlam she posted a picture of her making like making lemonade in her kitchen basically because she wasn't at SummerSlam because she got cut so she comes on a SmackDown and while Shane and Zoe have a match she's Raw. sitting there drinking like a homemade or yeah I did the same thing you did <laughs> while on Raw while Shane and Zoe are having a match which thank God Zoe. Shayna's winning matches still. Uh, Shane, badass. Shayna's we had, back. We had 
Becky ringside drinking a pitcher of homemade lemonade. That's fine. Yeah. Playing off the fact that she's upset that she got cut off the, the card, which I thought was a was a cool thing. WWE is willing to play into like social media stuff like that. I enjoy it. All right. Do indeed make a lemonade. All right. Um, let's get into the best segment of the week. Uh, Chad's three things from NXT. Chad, go off, King. All right. My number one favorite thing is the trick. Don't Williams care. Carmelo Let's get Hayes to dynamite. <laughs> no, 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 no. Stop. Let him talk. Right. Let him I'm, talk. I was joking. I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, I, I don't know if y'all talked about NXT at all last week, but Carmelo Hayes and trick Williams are split now officially. Yeah. And my number one thing for all of NXT is trick Williams and Elia Dragunov are going at it and they did a promo against each other. And trick is a hundred percent his own character. It's I awesome. love that. When, yeah, we did talk about that last week. We were heavily invested in talking about that. Um, definitely knew about that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, well, I feel you're being sarcastic. I am. We, being we, sarcastic. we didn't talk about NXT last week. Wait, Chad. Yeah, I have they, a, uh, okay. I have a question. And it's not about Ilya and uh, fucking Trick Williams. Okay. Who's the Heritage Cup champ right now? Okay, so this is dumb as shit. Because uh, remember, uh, Noam Dar Frazier. had it, yep. and then Na- Noam Dar put it on the line when he was hurt and had Oromenza defended against Nathan Frazier. Nathan Frazier won the belt. I mean, won the cup off of Oromenza, and yes. then to make like sad, depressed, like sad Corbin version of Noam Dar stop being sad. They gave him a mimic cup. It was like a fake version of the cup. Well, then this week he lost the fake version of the cup to Tyler Bate. Okay. And then <laughs> Nathan Frazier and Tyler Bate were like, we'll give you the fake one back if you agree that it's the fake one. We'll even give you a title shot with the real one if you admit that's the fake one. And then next week we'll have a unification match for the two Heritage Cups that are on NXT. Yeah, this is not a top three moment. This is bad. <laughs> okay, that's actually pretty funny though. Oh my god, that's that's laughable. a pretty funny storyline. Um, no, because I I I've had it playing in the background uh, ever since AEW finished while while we've been recording, and I was I was just fucking confused. There's so many Heritage Cups, <laughs> so many cups okay, on the TV. Th- thank you for explaining that to me. All right. Um, um, next. Only other things I would say. Uh, the the trick Williams thing is number one easily, and he's going up against Ilya. It's going to be fucking awesome. Uh, two, uh, the number one contendership for um, fuck for Carmelo looks like it's going to be Dijak versus Wesley in a rematch of that Ooh. feud that for like a number that. one contendership. Uh, for Carmelo Hayes at Heat Wave. So next week is going to be a number one contenders match, and the following week is going to be Heat Wave. That's a TV show. That's not a PLE. Okay, I won't be watching okay. that. And then my third favorite thing, easily by far, uh, Dominic died. Uh, Dominic Mysterio main evented, uh, Classic. versus Dragon Lee. And I gotta be honest with you, this was good. I didn't love a lot on this show. But I really did enjoy the shit of this main event. It was Rey Mysterio ringside with Dragon Lee. 
and Rhea Ripley ringside with Dominic Mysterio. And this was super entertaining. And Dragon Lee got over pretty good, uh, even though he lost this match. How did he lose? Uh, Rhea Ripley interference. Okay. No. All right. Yeah, they don't let Dominic win clean. I just so. wanted to make sure because he sucks, even though he's the top five uh, wrestler, or he's the fifth best wrestler that's under 30 in the world, according to ESPN. This seems like dumbass. God, they don't even watch fucking wrestling. Because ESPN's really smart. No. All right. Um, Joe, are you going to cut all that, the NXT stuff? No. <laughs> all right, cool. Just wanted to make sure. Um, all right, let's go to dynamite and close out. Um, let's start at the top. The jazz is done. This sucked. I like everyone who talked on a mic was okay. I won't say everyone. Most people that talked on a mic were bad at talking on a mic. Jake Hager Jake liked Hager. that hat. He liked that. Jake hat. Hager's Jake Hager was bad. Daniel Garcia wasn't great. Tay Mello was bad. Anna Jay was bad. I would but that's say that why they the, saved the best two for last because Matt Menard was awesome. Sammy Matt Menard was, was really good. Angelo and, Parker was pretty good, and Sammy was yeah, good. So yeah, like the last three were all good. Whatever their but tag like, team name fuck. is, Everrise. What are they called? Two point oh. Two oh yeah. Two point right. <laughs> Everrise was in NXT. Yeah, I that's yeah. that's the only thing I could remember. Okay, so two point oh. I I hope that they you know get opportunities post Jazz because I like I like where they're headed. Um, no matter where, I mean, the, the sky's the limit now, but the thing that didn't really sit well with me, or and I don't know if sit well is the right words for this, but take it to later in the show where there's a backstage segment, Renee's interviewing Jericho Callus shows up. He's like, man, I hope none of this was caused by me. Jericho has his decision for Callus next week and he's going to announce it on, he's going to announce it next week on dynamite. Um, I think I think because they're saving it for next week, like Jericho is not joining the Don Callis family. No. Yeah, that's pretty which, obvious. Which at this point, if he doesn't, it's like what are what what's he gonna do then? I don't know. Commentate. I don't mm. know. I it's I had intriguing, a thought, and that's nice to be intriguing because I haven't cared about Jericho in a long time. I had a thought yeah. run through my head, and it's something we've talked about many times on the show, but let's it was a long time ago, though. Chris Jericho is on record saying that when he retires, you won't even know it. Yeah. Could this be yeah. the Jazz being disbanded? He's not going to join the Don Callis family. He's going to go on a singles run, have some semi banger matches. And just retire. Maybe. Once he completes his list yeah. of people that ooh, the list. Um of people that he wants to face before. You're on the list. God, if he uh, if he could bring the list back, I would love that. But I don't think that that's uh allowed. No, that's not in the that's not in the, the works. There's no way. I, okay. I don't think let's, I don't think he would do that anyways. Let's circle back here for a minute. Okay. Because this is a this is a thought that popped into my head just during do dynamite. A little, dur- piggy, a little dur- piggyback. No, not a piggyback. We're circling back. Okay. Um, so, Tay Conti, right? <laughs> she Tay Mello. Yeah. Sure, whatever, man. I don't Regardless, give a fuck. Doesn't matter. She's she's always like before she got pregnant, she was a major sub, right? Yeah. Oh. Now she's what, pregnant. What are you? 
What are you? No, getting no, no, at, no, 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 no. Just, just stop talking. She's not. No, 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 no. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Charlotte's boobs. Now it's pregnant people. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Just let me finish. Um. Now she's pregnant, looking looking pretty plump. Being that you're, I'm not attracted to her. Being that both your wives have been pregnant in the past, Chad, you've probably you've probably known your pregnant your wife pregnant more than you you've known her not pregnant. That's because you have like seven kids. Um. Four kids. <laughs> um, is that automatically like? Do do you find her not more attractive than she used to be, but more attractive than a normal person does because you've seen like, your wife's pregnant when they're pregnant or after they're pregnant? Yeah, yeah when they're pregnant. Do I find her more attractive pregnant? Do, not, is that your question? Do you find, do you find Take Auntie more attractive than I find her? Oh, because... I don't find her any differently attractive. Yeah, I, you think she's not, just as attractive? She's, she's still a sub. Yeah, okay, I agree. Okay, on par. Yeah. Okay. When she opened that... her mouth and did that promo, I was like, "Ooh, maybe Ooh. not," but. <laughs> Jesus, she was Joe, of all the ones that were bad up there. Ty Mello's was the worst. No, no, that answered my curiosity. Joe, a little word to the wise. Um, and Chad can speak four times. As Never much. call them plump again. Yeah. <laughs> well, that wasn't what I was getting at. But yes, very, very true. Um, Chad can speak four times as much as I can on this. And uh, but the the first trimester, aka the first three months, and really honestly, like the first half of the pregnancy, women are very um horny just okay. uh just you know use that to your advantage okay and then at the end when when, it, when they're when like that happens when if it ever happens at the end when they're like trying to get it over with and be done uh the wife's tale says that performing sex will increase the possibility of giving birth so at that point they they are really interested in doing that as frequently as capable Okay. Use that to your advantage as well. I don't think I, don't think I did once. I was I was like, uh, no thanks. <laughs> what the hell? Like my Hulu, my Hulu oh, live dude, just closed were... out. My Hulu <laughs> live just closed out. Now I'm watching Impact all of a sudden. It's so fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What a all right. No, no, no. That, that, on. That, that no, that answers my curiosity. Thank you. Thank you. Episode one sixteen. Joe learns about pregnancy. <laughs> holy shit oh. gosh and that was only the oh. opening segment for dynamite well there's not a ton i want to talk about on dynamite honestly all right um let's do some easy stuff real quick all in matches women's four-way at all in um really quick i said this last week but I, i'm pretty sure i said this last week i really wish they would have just like because there's not very much time until all in I would have been more than happy if they would have just kept the entire card a secret and then all in happens. And it's like, what are the matches going to be? And then they just happen. Like I would have much preferred that than what's going on right now. Quite honestly. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like they're, they're going to have some small build to a really good put together. But this feels exactly like forbidden door, you know? Yeah. It's just, I just hope Will Ospreay's on the show. Nothing announced yet. I thought he was. Well, there's the rumor of him versus Jericho. Okay. We did get the uh, Kenny Omega backstage segment of 
he's gonna sit down with jr next week and talk about the future his future and also what he's doing in at wembley so we will see there but samoa joe challenged cm punk like you you gotta think like kenny omega matches at, at all in it's either punk or it's osprey and punk's already been challenged by samoa joe and osprey is rumored to be fighting jericho so Maybe that's a rumor they put out there so that we would not think that um, Omega Osprey 3 is happening. I don't know. We will see. Um, let's let's get on with the best thing AEW's got going. Cole and MJF. Um, what do we think of the 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 trampoline park video? It wasn't the one of the better ones, but it was still comical. These these like non in the arena back videos or whatever they do where they go to you know food or they do the trampoline park these are the best thing on the show like they're growing out like well i i think the uh mjf absolutely destroying roderick strong was pretty good oh yeah that was that was also, damn good i watched that also, while we were paused between it was also amazing. i wrote down i wrote down the quote that he had to adam cole when hip was like oh you want to do a promo battle and he's like you're so skinny and pasty white that if it were the 80s hogan would have snorted you <laughs> <laughs> that was so good uh how do we think this is going i know we and you talked about it for about half a second before we started recording again dylan but I mean, everyone seems to think that Adam Cole's turning. They're definitely hinting that Adam Cole's going to turn. Yeah. They had to push this week. My thought on this is that, um, you know, r- typical wrestling tropes would make you think that MJF is turning on Cole. So what AEW is doing right now seems to be the move of they're trying to get as many people to think that Adam Cole is actually going to be the one to turn on MJF as possible. So that when MJF does turn on Adam Cole, it's actually a surprise. That's my thought. Yeah. I don't know. They've done uh, promos on they're Rampage. Both doing... and then this week they had the kingdom come out, but I think that they're really going to go hard into this whole ring of honor background for Adam Cole. Yeah. And I wouldn't be shocked if they like re put together the kingdom or something like that. After someone turns on somebody, uh, Adam Cole and MJF, but let's be honest with ourselves. It doesn't matter what they do here because Adam Cole's not winning the belt. Yeah. I talked about this last week, what I want to happen. Um, and I'm not going to repeat it again, Chad. So you'll just have to listen to last week's episode like everyone else. Um, RVD. Huh? Was bad. I thought he was impressive for 52. I told Joe I watched before it on mute on the TV. I, I told Joe before, did you watch the whole thing on mute? So did you not know that he's coming out to Pantera's walk? I did hear that he came out to Pantera's walk. I, okay. Um, I thought I, I put it in perspective that 52 year old RVD was impressive to me in the same light as 65 year old sting is to me now like yeah rvd can do more than 65 year old sting but the impressiveness levels are equal so i thought it was impressive sure. we joe and i said last week like 
RVD is going to come out, do his six, you know, six or seven moves that he always did. And that's what he did. And it was, it was a decent match. We all knew Jack Perry was going to win the match. So, yeah, they, they added like the FTW rules just so, you know, they did the, the different spots just so it didn't feel nearly as much like a, a normal wrestling match. And it, it got it out. So it was better than it could yeah, have I mean, been. This was the classic. You, you put a stipulation on it to make the old guy look not as yep. washed. <laughs> um all right is there anything else really to talk about i mean the, the main event chad your thought i mean you didn't we you weren't here last week but she is the aew women's champion now yeah i missed all of last week's episode of uh, dynamite and i found out via like instagram during the middle of the week i don't i don't know why they made this decision at all um but yeah she does a two-timer now i guess yeah no idea they're doing this four-way though at all in uh she does in it because she won this week tony storm got a bye soraya is facing sky blue so soraya will probably be in the match and then the other one was Britt baker versus the bunny so probably Britt baker i think it was soraya versus sky blue on rampage so when i looked at the thing earlier i'm pretty sure it already said that soraya had won there you go. Um, and then I, I, the last spot, obviously being up for grabs. There was no way Soraya wasn't making it onto this card anyway. It's in fucking Wembley. Yeah. So, I mean, she might win. It might be so that and they might have hot swapped the title so that Soraya didn't pin Tony Storm. But I feel like, and they went for it. She could have pinned anybody, and it would have been fine. Or taken the title off of Tony Storm. I guess maybe I don't know. That would have probably caused tension in that group, and then they might have and had they to probably like, want do to that storyline. Probably want to keep the group together. I guess that does make a bunch of sense. I don't know if Sheeta was the right answer as a second time, but I think yeah, it's her third whatever. time. No, second. They said this week uh, that she joined a very short list of two-time women's champion, and she oh. took it from the only other person on that list. Who are the two timers? Tony Storm. Tony and... Storm and her. Tony Storm and her. Nyla, Nyla Rose or Riho didn't win it twice. Nope, just once. Okay. Not very well versed in my NXT or NXT AEW Women's Championship uh, history. Herstory, some would say. Um. All right, that's all I've got. Oh, they did it. Actually, they announced. Uh, Swerve and AR Fox versus Darby and Sting in a some kind of coffin something match it all in. So that's also happening. So hey, whatever that is. Yeah, I mean, it's just a way to get Sting on the card. So yeah. Um, uh, no one's got anything else. Uh, we're gonna close out. Um, we Joe's probably not gonna be here next week. So it's just going to be Chad and I next week. Uh, Joe's got a birthday to celebrate, not his, his fiances. Um, so we were, if all three of us were here, we probably would have done the next retro beer rating, but I wanted to give Joe the chance to be on the air and discuss Royal Rumble 2001 because that is the next retro. 
I felt that Joe would want that. Joe, you could speak up now if you want us to do it next week, but sounds like next week's just going to be a weekly recap show and Chad and I can text throughout the week if we want to do another segment that we can think of, but I can't think of anything right now. Maybe something will come up and we can talk about it, but just going to be a short weekly recap show. Well, Chad's on it, so it'll probably still be about an hour and a half. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Chad, I love you. Um, But yeah, Chad and I next week, weekly recap, possibly something else we will see. Uh, as always, you can follow us on social media at DDT Russell Pod. We've been the drunk dudes, Dylan, Joe, and Chad. We'll catch you on down the road.